Kathy Krueger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today our guests are Lila Mead and Clariola Etienne, and we will be talking about the Vassar Haiti Project. Well, good morning, Lila Mead, and welcome back to Radio Rotary. Thank you. It's great to be here. And we're delighted to have you, and we're delighted to welcome um, one of your great students, Clariola Etienne. Good morning, Clariola. Thank you, Jonah. I'm happy to be here, too. We're delighted to have you here. So, um, what is, Clariola, the Vassar Haiti Project? The Vassar Haiti Project is an organization that started with Lila and Andrew 15 years ago um, when um, they thought they should do something really nice to help um, people in the world. And Lila and Andrew had background history with Haiti already. So they thought um, our their first project would be with education since it was a big deal in Haiti. Education is really low. So they thought that would be the first step. So um, for five, five years, they started um, working on the school having um, bringing kids around um, to for a primary school and later in the years they thought the project could get bigger because we were at the point that we could help the whole um, village so now we village. have what what's the name of the village oh Shermet yes. um, and now we have a clinic which um, I'm in charge of now for That's the past a, two years a medical clinic a medical clinic yes oh, do you want to be a doctor after you graduate I do want to be a doctor um, oh, okay. yes I want to be a neurosurgeon when I Grow. And you know, where are you from? I am from Haiti. I am I am from the west part of Haiti, but I grew up in the capital part okay. of France. Okay. Were you there? Were you there when they had the earthquake? Yes, I was oh. there. Oh, I moved. Thing. Yes, I moved oh, wow. afterward. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Haiti's had the one-two punch. I mean, they've had the earthquake where I'm proud to say Rotary sent our shelter boxes down and did a lot of help down in Haiti. And now, in this the past couple of weeks, they had that devastating uh, hurricane. And again, you know, Rotary stepped up to the plate to send the uh, shelter boxes down. So what brought you from Haiti up to Poughkeepsie and Vassar College? Actually, the Vassar Haiti Project brought me up to Poughkeepsie ah. uh, okay. because um, I was looking into school. My guidance and I were looking into colleges that I've gotten accepted to and to help me find my choices. We went. We were on the website looking like from school to school, and then we were on the Vassar website, and they had the um, pictures of um, the Vassar Haiti Project um, doing their um, April sale at that time. And my guidance counselor was just like, oh, my gosh, you support Haiti. They support Haitian. I think that's the school for you. Oh, that's tremendous. And yeah, and then I came to a program that Vasa was having and that's how I got rope into it and I met <laughs> rope to rope to do it. <laughs> yes. Well, let's find out from Lila Me. Lila, what's your connection with Vasa and the Vasa Haiti project? Well, um, my connection is that my husband, uh, Andrew Mead, is the director of international students at Vassar. And uh, so our, our connection is we both have roots in Haiti. My mother lived there in the 1920s. Oh, really? And, and Andrew's family lived there. Uh, his father was in the American embassy there. Oh, okay. So uh, after 9-11, we decided it was time to do something to make a difference in the world. And when once you decide that, you just have to figure out where that's going to be. And it could be here in Poughkeepsie, it could be in New York City, it could be somewhere around the world. So we just decided Haiti because Haiti resonates very deeply with both Andrew and I. The people are so rich in spirit and brilliant. They're, they're very, very intelligent. 
uh, yet they don't have the resources that we have, and they've just been dealt a bad deck of cards. Right, between the, the, the uh, earthquake and yes. the hurricane. Now, for those of us who are geographically challenged, like myself, Haiti, if I recall, is part of an island, and it shares with the uh, Dominican Republic, correct? That's correct, mm-hmm. yes. All right, and Clariola, you grew up in Haiti. Yes. All right, and did you ever imagine yourself coming to the United States for university? That was the plan, actually, but then after the earthquake, it kind of like messed up the whole like yeah. um yeah. the whole process because I was supposed to finish school in Haiti and then like come back each after break um summer to come to New York. But then after the earthquake, my father thought it would be a good decision for me to stay here. Now you you said you want to go into medicine into neurosurgery, which is kind of a coincidence because my daughter is a physician assistant and she's specializing in neurosurgery, probably because her father is brainless and she, <laughs> will, <laughs> and she will be happy to tell you. Do, do you come from a family of physicians or? No, actually I do not. My mother yeah. didn't get a chance to go to school, and my father um, stopped um, throughout um, before going to college. So I'll be. The first, first physician. Wow, oh, that's tremendous. We are so proud well, I'm sure of you. you made your parent, your parents, very proud yes. of you. Now, Lila, give us a little bit of uh, 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 more of a background on the Vasa Haiti project. I seem to remember from the last time you were here, it involves also artworks. Yes. What about that? So, artwork is our primary form of fundraising, and we have uh, Haitian art sales all around the tri-state area. It uh, demands a lot of work, and now that our all of our projects in in Shermet in the village of Shermet and Fairville, the, the scope of our project has gotten bigger and bigger. So now we rely on donations as well because the art sales don't create enough revenue. But it does give the artists a livelihood. And we've sold over 3,000 paintings and you know hundreds of thousands of handcrafts, which in turn gives the Haitian people uh, income and I, uh, I do. I have a lovely piece of art. It's the wreath with all the little uh, children around yeah. it. We have it in our den. It's just beautiful. Makes you happy? It does make us <laughs> happy. Yes, it, it reminds me of the bag I got at the UN with the right. children, yeah. you right. know, on it, and it's just well. You know, lovely. now would be yeah. a good time to give a website and any of the other contact information because, folks, of course, we can't show you this beautiful artwork on the radio, but I'm sure they've got it on their website. Yes, we so do. So, what's your website, Lila? It's www.thehaitiproject.com. Dot org. As if it was one word. One word, and it's dot .org. www.thehaitiproject.org, and Haiti is spelled H-A-I-T-I. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper, because we'll have our guests, uh, Lila Mead and Clariola Etienne, repeat that uh, information uh, in the second half of the show. T- so, tell us a little yeah. bit about the village, a little bit more about Charmette. Clariola, do you want to? Okay. Um, Sherman is situated on top of the mountain. Um, that's where we have um, our um, school. Right. And um, to get there, it's Isn't a long, easy. It's a long ride. Um, we, our, we ourselves, we usually stay at the base of the mountain for overnight and the next morning we drive um we drive there and it's basically a two-hour drive um and then we will stop at the base of the mountain and then walk up um the mountain which is also about two hours but four hours for me (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
but um so that's where most of the people live mm-hmm. and um our clinic is actually situated at the base of the mountain because it wasn't it wasn't really a good idea to put the clinic on top of the mountain so what kind of services are offered at this clinic um so we do have a pharmacy and we do have a full-time nurse um who takes care of the people whenever they have a problem if kids have injuries and everything or if somebody needed like a medication they could come from nine to five and she would be there taking care of them and we also have a doctor from Port-au-Prince who comes twice a month and then holds a clinic day yeah and uh, what about things like dentistry and eyeglasses they do that as well or just other types of medicine so we don't do it because mm-hmm. right now we do not have electricity at the clinic uh-huh. which um, put a lot of um, strain in uh, the kind of like work that we should be doing so in my initiative this year we will be looking at solar power grants um, to see and sending emails out and letters out to companies and seeing um, how they can help us and get you solar power you are very energetic ambitious and very intelligent young woman to be able to do <laughs> all that you. and also you know study pre-med that's Thank pretty amazing you. how do you get to, do you ever sleep I mean how do you get to fit this all in in do one day do you see the bags on the mat? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. folks at home don't no, believe no, no. First she's all, beautiful she is, yes. she is stunningly beautiful and she doesn't have bags under her eyes <laughs> she's, but she's a very energetic young lady and we're going to find out more about the great work that she does uh, at the Vasa Hetty Project in just a moment but first let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast Podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Treeboss, and my co-host Sarah O'Connell is away this week, but we have our producer, the lovely Kathy Kruger, on the mic. Our very special guests, Lila Mead and Clariola Etienne from the Vassar Haiti Project. And... Kathy, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank for all your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com and by the wonderful Rotary Clubs of the Hudson Valley. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and investment services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, including Riverside Bank with division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal and business needs. Check them out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. 
Hi, this is Kathy Kruger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Kruger, at 845-635-3499. That's 845-635-3499 for full details. Or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Looking forward to working with you. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host Sarah O'Connell's away this week, but we have Boss Lady, the producer, Miss <laughs> Kathy Kruger on the air. Hi, Kathy. Oh, Jonah, you're in trouble. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that's all right. It's, it, it's a recurring theme that I'm in trouble. <laughs> and we have with us uh, two terrific guests, Lila Mead and Clariola Etienne of the Vasa Haiti Project, and Miss Clariola. If you want to see how beautiful she is, pick up U.S. News and <laughs> yes. World Report, a Best Colleges picture. for 2016, I should say, the 2017 edition of the Best Colleges of U.S. News and World Report. And when you turn to the Vassar College, there's her picture. She is a star. <laughs> she is. Now she's a we multimedia a star. She's a star in magazines and now on radio. Yes. And uh, welcome back, Lila. So good to be back. And welcome back, Clariola. Thank you. So for those who may have tuned in late, uh, Clariola, again, tell us what is the Vassar Project. The Vasariti Project is a, uh, an organization that started with Andrew and Lila, who had roots in Haiti um, with their family. And it started 15 years ago, and they started it with um, education because they thought that was the important, the most important um, thing they should start right. with in Haiti. And But now it had grown into something so big. We have a clinic, we have en- environmental, um, we have um, a water purification system starting, and we also have a women's cooperative now so it's in your village and the village of Sherman right <laughs> now, what, what is the women's cooperative what's that all about the women's cooperative is about 75 women who came together and then we thought since they don't really have a job um, down there we thought we will help them a lot um, having like a sustainable living so what they do is that they meet twice a week and then they try to make like things for us so then they make coffee they make napkins they make jewelry so then when we go in Haiti in the spring with the students mm-hmm. we get it from them we come back and then our sell we sell we sell those things and then we send them the money back That's so a fundraiser then, yes and Lila you were telling us that uh, you have uh, art shows uh, from with native uh, Haitian art and crafts yes that also are a part of the fundraising effort is that right yes Haitian art is beautifully wonderfully vibrant and alive and sort uh, of like Clarion very much yeah. like Clariola. <laughs> she could be a great artist. Um, actually, we have a, a an art sale coming at the Second Congregational Church in Greenwich, Connecticut on November 18th to 20th, the weekend right. before Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay, and if people want to see some of this beautiful art, you have a website? Yes, www.thehaitiproject.org. Give us that once again. www.thehaitiproject.org. One word. Or just Google Vassar Haiti Project. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper. I'll make sure that uh, Lila Mead repeats that before the end of the show. So, Miss Clariola, you actually were home in Haiti during the earthquake. What was that like? How old are you? First of all, how old were you then? I was... 13 years old. Okay. I just Scared? turned 20 two days ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. my, the sports coat I'm wearing here in the studio was older than you are, but that's okay. <laughs> so tell us, tell us, dear, what was that like? It was pretty frightening for a 13-year-old girl. It was pretty frightening, and it was... I, I thank God that day because I, w- I didn't go to school um, because I was going through my process of coming to the United States. So I stayed, I went to the embassy. But then I was at home when it happened. And l- 
for the first 30 minutes we didn't really know what it was wow. so it was just like everybody was just running out of the street like screaming and everything but we never knew that it was a really or like it was a really earthquake until later the day when we couldn't go back to our house and mm-hmm. we had to sleep outside and then like coming to the realization that something like did this happen. Devastating. Yeah. Now we just of course um, recently had the hurricane and are, is your family okay? Did you hear from them? It must have been a while. Yeah. Um, my family um, is okay um, for now but they're still sort of trouble because a lot of people um, lost their the stuff from their house their personal yeah. belonging right. yeah. but um they're like still recovering from it it's well, gonna be a long long recovery it's, it's yeah. tough it's very tough they had the one-two punch at first the earthquake and then now the hurricane, the hurricane yeah. and they were just probably rebuilding from the earthquake when they got the devastating hurricane again yes definitely all right but on a brighter note uh what year are you in vassar i am a junior okay I'm vassar. and what made you decide to major in pre-med and th- maybe become a neurosurgeon that's what you said the first half of the show yes um i actually wanted to become um, a doctor since i was little because um when i was when i was little um we didn't find any babysitter so then i used to go to the hospital with my aunt who was a, a nurse at the? Mm-hmm. She was a phlebotomist at the doctor at That's the hospital. The, drawing blood, yeah, drawing yes. blood. So yeah. then I would be like sitting with her and then like seeing what she's doing and everything. But I wanted to do something bigger than what she was doing. Right. Not really like just drawing people's blood. Just okay. like go like, like really like brightening my um, my horizon and stuff. And after the earthquake, because in the neighborhood that I lived, there were a lot of people who were affected by it, and they lost their life because there was no hospital nearby so it came to me that like you know this is something that I want to do and if when I accomplish it I want to go down there and then hop around and stuff so when I came to the United States I really wanted to become a general surgeon because I thought that was a really fun thing to do Mm -hmm. but then like I'm going through reading papers I just found that the brain was like the most amazing thing about like human body so um, I started I did research this summer with a neurogeneticist um oh so <laughs> so then it just got me so interested into into the brain part and I thought like becoming a neurosurgeon would be a good choice for me. W- will you go back then to Charmette, do you think? Or, um, um, and help out? Yes, um my brother and I it has been a dream of us to open an orphanage. He wants to open an orphanage in Haiti, but I want to open a clinic. So um the goal is by 25 we should have it. So we'll we're working on it. <laughs> well folks at home remember this name, Clario <laughs> because you're going to hear a lot, a lot from this from young her. lady right. in the future, and one day when she gets a Nobel Peace Prize, she'll say, I remember hearing her first <laughs> on Radio Rotary. And Lila, how is Rotary going to help this dream come true in Haiti? Okay, well, Clariola has been to Haiti and has been to our village, which is very far from where she was brought up. Right. Um, and it's it's really very, very rural there. There's no electricity. There's only a little bit of running water because we brought that in. Right. But the Poughkeepsie Arlington Rotary Club, under the great uh, leadership of Irene Monk, a Rotary 
Mortarian. Oh, yeah. Do you know Great her? Great friend mm-hmm. of ours, sure. Yes. Well, they, she's worked with us for three years in getting a Rotary Foundation International Grant mm-hmm. to bring water access and purification to the region. And the reason that that's so important is to purify the water is that cholera, as you all know, is very rampant in Haiti. Um, you may have to explain what cholera is to those who don't know, because we, it's almost unknown now in the United States. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not a doctor. You better ask Clariola. Right, but uh, but it is a, it's, <laughs> it's a waterborne <laughs> disease. Right. And, like uh, polio. Too, yes. Right. And a few years ago, one of the UN troops uh, emptied their waste into the rivers of Haiti. And, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of Haitians died because of that, because they they don't have access to clean water. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's an important Rotary initiative. Oh, yeah. That was, yes. uh, that was an initiative of a dear friend of ours, uh, our former district, district governor, Tansuk Dorwala. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Well, he's the one who inspired us. Yeah. And uh, uh, we, we carry on in his memory uh, this, uh, the, this, the, the, this, the this, pledge this, for clean water. Yeah. Yes. This project is actually started, started. with him. Mm-hmm. We would always go to Rotary to talk about getting support for our little school. And he would always say, forget the school. You need clean water. And I'm like, forget the <laughs> clean water we need the school and uh, but through his persistence we started this and uh, this is this whole thing is in his honor and uh, we literally just secured uh, almost $55,000 grant from Rotary That's fabulous. Foundation International uh, also sponsored with the Peekskill Rotary Club mm-hmm. and um, and we're starting that in the next year we're hoping to have clean water and access well that's a two big big projects of Rotary International, the 1.2 million Rotarians around the world, and the almost 2,000 Rotarians here in the Hudson Valley are the conquest of polio and giving, make sure everyone has the clean, clean water, water. which we take for granted here yes. in the United States. And, yes. and we know that Rotary International thinks a lot about you to give you that amount of money, and they, they must be very proud of what you're doing. You know. So, so in the minute we have left yeah. uh, Clariola Etienne, uh, tell us uh, why everyone should go and look at uh, this great artwork from the Haitian uh, Vasa Haiti project and how they can help you. I think everyone should go because this is for it's going for uh, to a great cause. Buying this Asian art means a lot. It's not just buying a painting, but that money is going towards so much. Um, it's going to for, to the kids um, who are going to school. It's um, paying for the teachers who are coming to teach the students. It's going to the clinic. Um, it's helping me to like order medication and send to Haiti. Right. It's helping the the people in Haiti planting their trees so then they could have some resources um, in cooking food so literally everything all your money spent in the Vassar EAD project is going um, for good and 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 look at you I mean (laughs) we have somebody from Haiti going to Vassar College of all things and 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 you're a remarkable young woman thank you uh, and she's gonna be more remarkable she's gonna be and look at all the people you're going to help in the future Lila very quickly give us the website one more time www.thehaitiproject.org and also if people would like to send in donations our address is on there for for help with this hurricane which has devastated the area we've lost all the livestock and plants that the people use to feed each other so 
please, please do that. Please donate. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, Lila Mead and Clariola ATN, thank you so much for everything you're doing for the people of Haiti, and thank you for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank, thank you for you, inviting us. Thank All you, Kathy. Right. And Kathy, who do we have to thank for sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank for all your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com and by the wonderful Rotary Clubs of the Hudson Valley. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, who will be back with us soon, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer, Mr. Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, radiorotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.